Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on in to the sixth episode of the FS Podcast. It is May 12th, 2020. Mm-hmm. I have my co-host, Wave, with, you, with me today. And as always, Jagger, again, thank you for the intro. So for today, guys, we actually got no news. Well, because it's off-season, so there's not a lot of news. But if you want to keep up with us, come check out our social media accounts, which Instagram is fantasy.podcast.sports. Wait, hold on. Let me redo that. Fantasy dot sports dot podcast there we go and then on twitter is f underscore s underscore podcast all right it only took them two i'm learning i'm learning i'm learning (laughs) it's only our sixth episode (laughs) i'm still learning (laughs) so Uh, today uh i think last episode we said we were going to do the schedule analysis but we changed our mind we're going to finish up our pre-draft rankings on wide receivers we skipped them we meant to hit them before tight end but I, I, you know, I didn't really realize we skipped them. I did like mid show <laughs> <laughs> when I was all like, "Oh, we're done with the list." But oh, oh, we we're not. Okay. So yeah, pre-draft. Keep that in mind. Yeah, like it always, it's gonna change no it matter is. what. So. But right. next episode, though, we are gonna do our schedule analysis. We will. We're gonna go off the smaller divisions like AFC North, NFC North. Mm-hmm. And you could be questioning me, saying, oh, there's no AFC North. But the, whatever. The, the schedule this year, I took a little glimpse at it. It's not that bad. No, really. I think the Patriots actually got the hardest, is from what I heard. I think so, too. Which is not helping their situation <laughs> at all. <laughs> After losing the quarterback, yeah. Nice for you. Anyway, let, let's get into our top 10 yep. wide receivers. Number one, coming off his record-breaking season, uh, Michael Thomas with the Saints. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's questionable about him being number one, basically, just because, like, I mean, of course, the Saints didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but he's still a really good wide receiver for the Saints, you know, and he, uh, uh, of course, broke a thousand, mm-hmm. and, um, he broke he, the season catching record, too. He did. Yeah, he did. And he has Drew Brees, too, mm-hmm. so, the, you know, Drew Brees could throw him the ball all the time, because, you know. I think the main reason I ranked him so high is because we were playing PPR. Yeah. And if you had him, it was a wrap. Yeah, well, that's why you got to factor in the type of leagues into your mm-hmm. wide receivers because, like, PPR, if your wide receiver gets the yards, it's so many points, you know? It is. So, um, any thoughts? Michael Thomas this coming season? I like Michael Thomas. You know, he's he's obviously going to be solid. He's yeah. a solid receiver. Consistent, you would say? Yeah, I'd say he's pretty consistent. You know, uh, what, they still got Emmanuel Sanders. They got Emmanuel Sanders there now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was pretty good with the Niners. Uh-huh. But I still think Michael Thomas is gonna take the a lot lead, of the shine. The lead role. I think he is. Uh, I think I easily see him over a thousand. Oh yeah, obviously. Do just, I see him repeating the amount of catches though? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, just because, like you said, I mean, of course Michael Thomas is gonna be like the top, but they got Sanders there too, and mm-hmm. he's he's not. He's, he's a veteran. Not bad. He's a veteran too, you know. I mean, he's not that old, but you know, he's been in the league for a while, so they might give him the ball a couple That's times true. over Michael Thomas. And Emmanuel Sanders, I think a lot of people, he's not a bad no player at all. He's he did, actually really good. He did really good with the 49ers. Yeah, he did. On the Broncos, on the other hand, he uh, um, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a reason he's not there anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I I like Michael Thomas. I think I'd take him easily top three. Yeah, I'd say he can top, stay at least top five, though, with throughout the season. Yeah, yeah, I, I see that. By end of the season, at least top ten. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, as I said earlier, he's easily over 1,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think he's maybe going to hit like 1,200, 1,400? i say about 1,200. 1,200? 1, 1,200, yeah. Uh, for the next season, just, yeah, I'd say break 1,000, get 1,200 at mm-hmm. least. 
Um, but let's move on to our number two slot, which was Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. And I think we actually made this list. Was it before that Tom Brady got signed there and Gronk came? I think it was before Gronk came. Was it before? It was. It was after Tom Brady signed. Okay. But it was before Gronk came by, I think. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It and was. I remember. Because we couldn't factor that in. We thought, no. oh, OJ Howard, whatever. You know, he's OJ yeah. Howard. Uh, but you know, Mike Evans, he was solid. He's he's still good. Uh-huh. Uh, but going into this next season, with him, yeah, with Chris Godwin and Gronk. Uh, I mean, like, of course, you know, Tom Brady's a really good quarterback, but I don't really see Mike Evans really factoring in with that function, I guess you would say. I don't know. I mean, of course, he's a really good wide receiver when uh, Winston was there with him. Yeah. So, um, But, you know, I, I think Tom Brady, and I think this goes for a lot of the older quarterbacks, they like their slot guys, the guys that can run, like, a little drag route and take it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because that's what Julian Edelman was for. He was that slot player. So... I actually don't see Mike Evans getting, like, phenomenal points. I'm kind of leaning more towards Chris Godwin. Yeah. I could see Godwin getting I mean, up there. I mean, you also never know, too. You know, of course, Mike Evans might just blow up with yeah, Tom Brady, true. you know, of course. so. Yeah, but when we revise this list, I'm obviously going to probably drop Mike Evans lower. He'll, yeah. he'll still be in top ten, but I don't. Not, like, top five. Not no, top three. with the addition of Gronk. Yeah. Because, you know, Gronk's at least going to get more. Like, Six or seven catches. Do you see him breaking a thousand at all? Um, I say I, like, I think it's gonna be close, but I think he will. Yeah, I think it'd be like on the edge kind of thing. I think him. he won't break it till like week fourteen or fifteen, maybe. Yeah. So it'll it'll be hard. Um, I but, mean, with like the like I think they're like the Buccaneers are like the top four team, really good teams now this coming season. After everything. After everything that's happened with the draft and the trading and. You know, free agency. Yeah, you uh, know, they might be a good NFL team, but yeah. a good fantasy team, I don't... Well, obviously, you don't want to pick up use. Yeah. It's going to be Players hard. from the same team, but, you know, I can see uh, Mike Evans, you know, of course, staying within the top 10 list I with, do. throughout the season, Uh, but, I don't know, with Tom Brady having Gronk, you know, it's just a different kind of... It's like a different area for him, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like Gronk. I think I said it a couple episodes ago that Gronk is obviously going to take a lot of starlight away from Godwin. And yeah, just because they're a duo, you know, yeah. Tom Brady. They already and Gronk. got that chemistry going. Yeah, so I can I could definitely see that. But of course, you know, Mike Evans is still a really good wide receiver. He can be consistent with his points throughout the game, especially in PPR. Oh yeah, uh, he was, league he was nice. He is uh, standard. Of course, he does. He do really good for you if he catches yeah, those off. He'll still get touchdowns. a couple touchdowns here. Yeah, though. I say like catch at least one so what about um standard where do you see mike evans at in the standard league do you see him top five i see him no i kind of see him below top five yeah like maybe like in the seventh eighth spot yeah i i think it's because we do ppr a lot of our leagues are ppr my opinion ppr is the best way to play i my first time in ppr was with you oh yeah yeah so i didn't it was so fun. It was I really honestly fun. prefer PPR. Yeah. Because you really, you have to target those players who catch a lot. Yeah. They can get those yards. Exactly. So. Um, but yeah, for PPR, Mike Evans, he's a lock. He's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but standard, it'll be hard. It I, I, I can see him in top five, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't see him breaking three. I don't either. I, I like, like I said, below like the eighth or seventh spot, maybe. That's true. So let's move on to the third spot. Third spot. Which is Julio, right? Yeah. Okay. Julio Jones with the Falcons. Uh, you know, 
He's Julio. He's been, <laughs> he's been consistent since he's been in the league. Yeah. Um, uh, I like him. I, I like Julio. I remember, I remember seeing this one. I think it was like this one video where like Larry Fitzgerald. Did you see that when he's talking about Julio Jones to Kyle Murray? Like how he, he's like always on the ball. Like he's a really good player. And like so like he, he is, you know, of course mm-hmm. with the Falcons. And like he's He's just fast, and, of course, he can make those difficult catches when they need him to, you know? I think uh, – I won't say he's on, like, the level of Calvin Johnson, but mm. he, he's, like, a, he's a little step below. Yeah, but, um, no, I could I could definitely see him, though, saying top 10 throughout the season. I do, too, yeah. I so think he th- finished in the top 10. I mean, like, of course, we got a couple rookies, but there's, like, really three or two new rookies that really might have a chance to make it in the top 10. That's true. So but I, I still see Julio – in the top ten, I still see Julio breaking a thousand. Yeah. If you're playing PPR, pick him up. Of course. Um, standard. A standard, I'd still pick him up because he he's still been known to get a couple touchdowns. Yeah, right there. here and there, you know. I um, mean, unless you look at last season where he barely got a touchdown until like midway through the season. Hey, PPR wasn't that bad though no, for us. PPR <laughs> was great. <laughs> but so, uh, do you see him breaking a thousand? I can see him breaking a thousand. Really, I can make him see him breaking a thousand midway through the season. Oh, I really? Feel like it? Yeah. I feel like uh, the Falcons last season were very questionable. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like their bye week or midway through the season that they really turned it around. Yeah, which I don't get what happened. I don't like after the Super Bowl, like what four or three years ago. Yeah, it was terrible. Where they, they blew just, the lead and everything. And it, they're ever since they've just been going down. Well, that's happened too with the Rams. <laughs> yeah, Rams too. We can't uh, haven't really heard. I don't know. It, it's tough. Uh, but I like Julio because I like Matt Ryan throwing him the ball. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're going back to also up to the Panthers. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's he's a really good wide receiver to pick up, of course, in the draft. Uh, he's he's gonna be there when you need him. Would you take him in the top five? I would take like. Mm, well, so like, let's say you know you're probably obviously picking up a running back first yeah. round. But say you get to second round, would you maybe pick up Julio? Yeah, I probably would. No, yeah, I'll pick up Julio. Mm-hmm. If he was still on the board. If he was still on the board, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd pick him up. Because, like, when, if a first first time is playing fantasy and they're in the draft, of course they're going to go for QBs and wide receivers right away. Yeah, they always go for the big names. But. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I like Julio. And Me personally, uh, I think we're going to come out with an episode after we do the scheduling of uh, some draft strategies. Mm-hmm. And one of which I like to do, I don't know if I touched on this in an earlier episode. So say you're at the back end, like you're doing a 10-man league, and you got the 10th spot, right? Yeah. At that point, I know most of the good running backs are gone. I'm going to start getting wideouts. Yeah. I mean, you got to analyze your situation and go from there. And there's, there's just so many of them, too. I, I mean, like, it, it was so hard making this list because there's, there's this just, and the so, tight ends were, there's just so many wide receivers, you know? That's true. And a lot of them are, like, on the same level. Yeah. Which then you had to, like, factor in, oh, well, who's throwing them the ball? How are they against coverage? Even, like, we don't want to be, like, even their age sometimes. I know. You got to factor that in, you know. Because, you know, them older guys, they ain't as quick. They ain't as quick, you know. But, But, I mean, yeah, Julio, say you got the top five pick, I'd pick him up if all the running backs are gone. Yeah, I would pick him up, too. So let's move on to the next spot, number, number four, four, which is Cooper Cup, if I'm reading that correctly. Yeah, it's Cup. Uh, he's, I think he's 
Can I make a big splash this season? Yeah. With uh, he lost one of his teammates. Okay. Um, it wasn't Woods. Shoot, what was it? Did he get traded? Or did yeah, he, get, he, he, he got, got traded. traded. But anyway, I mean, he's going to go up. Todd yeah. Gurley leaving. Cooper Cup's going up. <laughs> I remember that. Don't talk Gurley. Yeah, that was a <laughs> guy, man. Gets but, fired um, on the day off. <laughs> um, I could definitely see a Cup, though. Um, I don't... I could say make like maybe just making it top ten throughout yeah. the season. I feel like a lot of people don't really pay attention to Cup. No, like of course I like think he said, really flies under the radar. Yeah, like you said, the Rams kind of went down. So you know, after they lost in the Super Bowl, they, their team name just went down, and Cup yeah. wasn't really out there like he used to be. Yeah, and who knows what the Rams are doing now? You know, cutting the young star Todd Gurley. Yeah, I mean, I know he gets hurt, but like he's Todd Gurley. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> when you're on the two yard line. He's Todd Gurley. He's, he's going to get you in. Like, yeah, I, I don't get it. Uh, but Cooper Cup is – I like him a lot this season. Yeah. I mean, he's coming – He's of course, he lost his teammate, and, like, the Rams are still kind of rebuilding. Mm-hmm. But he's still got Woods on the yeah, other side. Yeah, so I could still see him making about, like, maybe average at least 14 points fantasy PPR. Per game? Per game. About 14 to 10. And that's pretty good. And that's not bad at all. No. That's not. But uh, I could see him breaking... Do you see him breaking 1,000, though? Cause yeah. I, like, I see him breaking 1,000. I easily see him breaking 1,000. Yeah. With, mm. you know, Gurley leaving. Yeah. The other receiver get, leaving. It kind of opens... I mean, of course, it's sad he left. But, or like... he got fired or released, I guess he would say. Yeah. But, like, it gives him... It gives Cup a chance to, like, open up a door more, you know, for mm-hmm. him to get... And he already had, like, an all-star season. Yeah, and he's going to shine more and all that. So, I feel like... You know, he's going to be a really good wide receiver to pick up. He is. Uh, you know, you still got Jared Goff on the ball. And Goff, yeah. Goff isn't bad. He isn't. But is he, like, great? Eh. Uh, I mean, he helped. He did, of course, help his team make it to the Super Bowl. He did. That one year. But, you know, then they came back and... Uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they had the post-Patriots syndrome. Yeah. PPS. That's, that's, what, that's what Patriots did to everybody. <laughs> I don't know about now, you know. That, that might be the Buccaneers now. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but let's move on to the next one at the five spot. Number five, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Yeah, pre-draft, this man was great. He was. He's still going to be great. Of course. Um, But, you know, Dak almost throwing for like 5,000 yards. Yeah. And Amari Cooper, you know, catching a majority of that yards. Mm-hmm. I like Amari Cooper. He is. I, I think I'm going to keep him in top 10. I would keep him in top 10. Even throughout the season, mm-hmm. I can see him staying top 10. of easily breaking 1,000 with that, you know. I don't see CeeDee Lamb really taking away too much from Amari. Because, you know, Amari's Amari's Amari. He's, yeah. he's been in the system. He knows what he's doing. And he's a really, he's a really good wide receiver. Yeah. And, like, with CeeDee Lamb coming in, um, of course, they're going to give CeeDee Lamb a chance. But I don't really see CeeDee CD Lamb taking over Amari Cooper. Yeah. You know, who, who knows? Maybe the, the next season, maybe CeeDee steps up and really yeah. – shines but i think he's just there because he's there kind of thing yeah i mean of course he's gonna have out the team but like i think they're gonna put amari in the one and cd in the two yeah and run something like that you know kind of has to live in the shadow of amari for a mm-hmm. bit so i mean it ain't bad it's not bad i mean I he's mean, still a first round pick you know uh, yeah that's for the still Dallas pretty Cowboys. good i mean i know a lot of people don't like dak and say he's terrible but I mean, when you really boil it down and look at his stats he's not bad at all he's not He's I, really good. I remember when he did really good that one year for the uh, Cowboys, and he just started blowing up after, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's his name? The, the artist star quarterback. Romo? Romo left, yeah. And the, 
and he just blew up and Roman never came back. You I know? know. So I was just like, this guy is going to take over, but now it's just, you know. Well, we had Dak in our top 10. We did. We actually, oh, we did. I think he was in our number. What was he? was he? at our four spot for pre-draft. That's not bad. And Gamari <laughs> Cooper's in our fifth spot. Yeah. And so we had Zeke at two, so. <laughs> yeah, those are like our two, like those are like those. Those are really good players. Like Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. doesn't have a bad offensive team. No, know? they got one of the best offensive lines in the game. They do. So like, you but know. like Amari Cooper, of course, would be really good in the PPR league. Like we keep coming back to the PPR, but that's just where it really. It but listen, in. like if you really want to make that next step, PPR. Yeah, it's like a, a lot more fun than standard, and it fact it factors in so much more. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoyed it a lot more because I felt like standard. You know, you just throw the players in and run with it. Yeah. PPR, you're like, oh, well, I got him matching up against this corner. And <laughs> I got to really think here. I mean, he's matching up against the Eagles yeah. corner, so he's going to get me like 30 points. You but. know, you know, you know, how we were talking, you asked me earlier, like, if the second round pick, if I would pick up Julio, Julio Jones, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, yeah. But if Amari Cooper was on that board with you, would Julio take Jones, him over Julio? I would take Cooper over Julio. I think I would too. <laughs> I would take him just because, like, of course, Julio's really good, but like Amari Cooper is Amari Cooper. Like you said, you know, he's fast and he's still pretty young. He's not that he old. He can still catch in traffic with the best yeah, of them. Yeah, I like, remember. I remember when he was with the Raiders. And, you know, Derek Carr didn't do so good. Oh, Sorry, bring him back up. <laughs> but like, he still did really good. You know, and then when he got traded to the Cowboys, he just blew up because that Pascal was a better quarterback. He is. And it just gave him more chances, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, Amari, I easily see him breaking 1,000. Easily seeing him being in the 10. Yeah. Um, just a quick reminder. <laughs> every episode, I'm going to try to say Derek Carr. I mean, even, every, <laughs> even if we release him and he's out of the free agency, he's like, yeah, so Derek Carr. So, even if he never plays again. No. Nope. You're like, so Derek Carr is having a nice time with his family. <laughs> uh, that's all the Derek Carr news I got today. Yeah, I just <laughs> talked to him about the past. <laughs> you uh, like, you remember that week three game? Or... <laughs> all right, so coming in our number fifth spot in our top ten is we got Hopkins. Or our number six, right? Number six. What did I say? Number you five. said five. <laughs> I said number six. My bad. Number six is Hopkins, who just recently got traded over to the Cardinals, which he was on the Texans before. Now, and oh, I think man. this we made this after that happened because that that happened a while back. We we made the list after Hopkins was there. I remember that. Yeah, we did. Because Brady got traded after Hopkins. Yeah. So, um, of course Hopkins do really good. Arizona needs a quarter. Uh, I mean, quarter. I want to say quarterback. A wide receiver, wide receiver like him. Because, of course, they got Larry and Kirk, but, like, Hopkins factoring in is going to make him so much better. Hopkins is a franchise player. He is. He's someone like a Larry or a Amari or a Julio. Like, yeah. He's going to be there a while, uh-huh. and you know that. Uh, but I think it's going to be tough. If you pick up Christian Kirk this season, like, you know, he might have a few games. Yeah. But I think it's mainly going to be the Larry and DeAndre show. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, of course, Kirk would be there when they need him. Yeah, but, but like, he's mainly, like, in the third spot, gunning yeah. it down the field. But, like, Hopkins, uh, I can see him staying consistent with his game. Uh, I can feel – I feel like – I feel Murray's going to give him the ball, mm-hmm. throw him the ball when he needs to, give him that yardage, you know, they need to get down the field. I feel like Hopkins really is going to be when they're in, like, the red zone, like the 20-yard yeah. line. And, like, Hopkins just runs, like, a slant. And bow, there he is. Yeah, I see that too. But then you also got to remember too that Murray is Murray. So mm-hmm. sometimes he might just run it in. Yeah. So you never know. Um, but Hopkins, it's tough to say right now. 
I honestly, I, I kind of see him in the top ten. But I it's it. not like a surefire top ten. Like kind of on the edge kind of Yeah, because, you know, a new team, yeah. new quarterback. So, yeah, second year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I can see what you're going with there. I mean, him going into a new Because, you know, team. if he was with the Texans, you know him and Deshaun have been yeah. at it. And you know they're, they're that Hopkins is going to be good. Yeah. But coming into the Arizona scheme with Cliff Kingsbury and Larry and Kyler Murray. Uh, it's kind of. It's hard. You got to find his place, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know he's going to get the ball. Yeah, of course, because they know who he is. You yeah. Know, and what he does. So, uh, so over a thousand. I assume picking the thousand, with, mm-hmm. especially with Murray. Yeah, because of course we got Larry there still, but like Murray, uh, Murray will give Hopkins the ball for him to break a thousand. But I um, do you see like I know we talked about him being on the edge of top ten, but like do you see him kind of going lower every time to top ten just because yeah. you, you think so? Mm-hmm. Like top twelve, like fifteen kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Alright. So I, see, I I can see that. I could too. So number seven, we got Chris Godwin. Yeah. Another Buccaneers player. Uh, there's really not a whole lot to say because we pretty much touched on all the Buccaneers stuff with we Mike did. Evans. Um, he's still a really good quarterback. I mean, oh my gosh, wide, <laughs> wide receiver, receiver. <laughs> to pick up. Like I can see him. I can see you picking him up like in the third round. Yeah. Or something like that. Something like that. I mean, if you already have Evans. I don't recommend picking up no. Godwin too in the third round. Maybe if you have Brady, if pick you have up Godwin, Brady. yeah. But yeah, I can see Godwin factor in in your team, your fantasy team. You know. Yeah, I think he's easily going to get you ten or fifteen points per game. Yeah, yeah easily. easily. <laughs> not not season. He's not going to get you ten to fifteen points no. in the season. <laughs> then that's way different. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but there's really nothing much else to say about Godwin. I I see him over a thousand. I see him too, just because Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on. Number eight spot. We got Allen Robinson with the Bears. Uh, he was over a thousand as well last he, season. He was really good last he was. season. He was about the only shining light that the Bears had on offense. I saw that. I <laughs> realized that. Like when you think of a name, you think of Allen Robinson. Robinson. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, Trubisky. No, no, no. I mean, like, I, like on like the defense, I see Mac. Yeah. And then offense, it's Robinson. That's mm-hmm. what I see. I don't know. But uh, Allen Robinson over a thousand. Yeah. Allen Robinson top ten. But just because, yeah, just because like he's like the only shining star they really have. He is. I mean, I'm not saying they have a bad team. They still got really good players. Well, like, I think what we really need to factor in when we redo <laughs> this is the tight end they picked up, Cole Komet. Oh yeah. Because when I watched a lot of film on Cole, I kind of got them Gronk vibes a little. You think so? Now is he going to be that good? Who knows? Uh, but I I see Allen Robinson finishing in like the top twelve. Yeah, I I. I don't really see him staying within the top ten throughout no. the season. I feel like by week six, I think he would have dropped. Yeah, I can see him like yeah, he said in this twelve, twelve, mm-hmm. eleven spot, thirteen doesn't matter. That's true, and it, it's hard right now for Allen Robinson because the Bears haven't said who they have as a guaranteed quarterback. Yeah, it's Nick Foles or Trubisky, and they don't know yet. They don't. Really I mean, granted, know. they got a lot of time, but it'll help. You and know? He, like he's like. I don't know. I just see him consistent though. With no matter which quarterback yeah. they go with, I see him consistent. I think he'll easily he get a, both. You know, he'll easily get five plus catches. Yeah, I think each game. So he'd be a really good wide receiver to pick up. That's true. So number nine, uh, I think, is another one that a lot of people sleep on is Kenny Galladay with the Lions. Yeah, I had him last year in my fantasy. He did really good. He did. He was he was always consistent with me. Like he would average. Well, at if least you think about it, it's the points. Lions. 
what else do the Lions really have? At Why don't you know? You can't really think of another name. They you had uh, Amendola. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's still Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I, like I said, I agree with you. I agree with you when you said like some people kind of sleep on him. They do. He's still there, you know. And I think he's, he's like in the same boat as Cooper Cup. Yeah, he's still a really, really good uh, wide receiver. Even though like his team, you don't really know a different like offensive player in his team that really shines out. Galladay. Yeah, uh, I mean, I like Galladay because he's still got the veteran Matt Stafford thrown on the ball. Yeah, and Matthew Stafford's still pretty good. He is right. He's another quarterback that people sleep on. Uh, think- he didn't make our top ten. No. But I'd put him, like, in the, the 15s. Yeah. I mean, he's a veteran, you know, of course. Yeah, he's I'm, still solid. He, he's still a place. So, I uh, I can see Galladay, though. Um, over 1,000? Over 1,000. Just because, like, he's, like, the only star player they got, really. Of course, like you said, they got... Um, Amendola. Yeah. But I can see more of, you know, him getting the ball more. Uh, they had TJ Hawkinson, their tight end, really kind of show out. Last season? Yeah, a little bit. But I still feel like it's really Galladay. Yeah, the I feel main like threat. that too. Um, but do you see Galladay finishing in the top ten? No. Uh, wait. Yeah, I do. You do? I do. Just because, like, he might uh, like finish in the same spot, but I feel like some rookies gonna go over him, or a different wide receiver is gonna blow up and go over him. But he's still gonna stay in top ten. Yeah, because I feel like you know you you got the rookies as you were saying earlier. I think a couple of the rookies are gonna blow up. Um, or, but, even, or even like a wide receiver that's already in there right now mm-hmm. might blow up. Uh, perfect example is like Devontae Parker. He was in the league for a while, yeah. but he didn't really blow up till last season. Yeah. And like he, no one even really heard of his name in the top 10. Yeah. So. Um, but I see Kenny, Gall- I, I see Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Um, I don't see him in the top 10 by yeah. the end of the season. You don't think so? I kind of see him. I see him past the 12 spot. Yeah. I see him like 12. At the highest. Because, mm. like, I was thinking, like, you know, I can see Galladay staying within the top 10, but, like, other wide receivers going over him. Like, for example, let's say, like, Laundry or Laundry. Landry. <laughs> Landry or <laughs> OBJ. Or even Laundry. OBJ, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they're not even in the top 10, but you never know. They might just freaking blow up. They and might go find above. out what their problem was yeah. and fix it, you know? And then go above Galladay, but Galladay's still going to be in the same spot because he's, you know, consistent, I guess you would say. That's true. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have a lot of faith though with the Browns. Yeah, that's a whole different yeah. story. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> let's move on to our tenth spot, which you mentioned him earlier, which was Devonte Parker. Yeah, with the Dolphins. Uh, I had him last season. How did he do for you? He was really good. What do you think so? Did I think you his highest him? game was like a thirty-seven pointer. That is really. Did you keep him though? Like, was he like one of your starters? Yeah, he was. Yeah, Galladay was one of my starters. He didn't become like a surefire starter until like week four. You think? So? Galladay was a starter for me from the start because he was oh, always yeah. consistent. I don't even think I I don't even think I drafted him honestly. I think I picked him up off of like free agency. You think so? I yeah. think I remember that actually. Yeah, I remember that you did. You picked him up. Um, but I kind of actually see Devonte Parker moving up in our revised list just because they got Tua now. Yeah, Tua. You got to factor in him. Of course, like you said, he blew up really good last season. I mean, he didn't blow up to. I mean, of course, he didn't blow up like huge. Yeah. But he was showing kind of like that shine or that emergence, you know. Because he went over a thousand. 
He did. As well. I I could definitely see him breaking a thousand again, especially with Tua. You know. Yeah, but you know he didn't break a thousand until like near the end. Yeah. Because he had Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing in the ball. I don't really see him breaking it like mid season. Like I no. said, I see him breaking it through towards the end again. I see him like past the twelve thirteen week mark. Yeah, me too. Around there. But he's still a really good wide receiver. But I don't really see him staying consistent within no? the top ten. I can see him like top fifteen maybe. I don't know. It might be biased for me because I had him last season, but I, I see him in the top ten. I mean, not but I honestly feel like a lot of that is because I had him. Like honestly, I would man, I did that with Galladay. Yeah. Like I said, top ten because I had him last no, year. I know, right? And he was really good. So I can see, I see what you're going with there. But yeah, we're gonna revise this list uh, as the season gets closer. Mm-hmm. We'll pump that out. Rookies. Hopefully, before a lot of people do their drafts. Yeah, hopefully. And I just can't wait for the new finish season. Dude. I can't either. Hopefully this uh, Corona thing goes away. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, we're going to have a delay. Which is fine, I guess. It gives you more time to revise or rethink. True. I mean, but, Get you know, for the casual football fans, it's like, oh, where's my football? <laughs> but a lot of us fantasy guys are like, oh, thank goodness. I got all this time. I can <laughs> finally work these people out. That's what I like to do advantage just because, like, you know, of course, you're going to watch your favorite team who's playing, but then it also factors in, like, oh, shoot, my guy's playing mm-hmm. tonight, so I got to watch him and see how good they does. You know, it just gives you, you know. It gives you more opportunities to watch. Yeah, basically. So, and, and an excuse, I guess you would say. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't. I got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's how I am. Because uh, I remember that. It was the, was it the Raiders? I think it was the Raiders versus the uh, Patriots. Yeah. And that was the one week I beat you off of that garbage time Julian Edelman touchdown <laughs> on, like, the two-yard line. And I needed that to secure the first And I was just happy that the Raiders <laughs> were doing really good. <laughs> Honestly, then Edelman came in, and I was like, crap. Man, I, w- I was sitting in my bed. I was watching the game. I'm like, oh, come on, Edelman. I need, like, I need, like a catch, Edelman. Please. Please. And then like, Edelman, like, goes above. and I was happy because I was winning, and I was happy because the Raiders were winning. And then after the, towards the end of the day – I I laugh in both situations. Yeah, you and I was just like, <laughs> okay, it, it'd be like that basically. It, it is, uh, but anyway, that is all the time for today. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to check us out, we're doing a show on Thursday as well, Tuesdays and yeah. Thursdays, as I've been saying. And yeah. our next episode would be on the scheduling, like uh, Jagger said, it'd be in like a smaller portion, like the NFC North. Did I say that right? Yeah, we're going to be, like, splitting it up. Yeah, splitting it up here. But, so it would be, like, four teams. All right, so it's like Jack said, this is all the time we got for today. And uh, so I just want to, again, factor in our uh, social media accounts. Our Instagram is fantasy.sports.podcast. And our Twitter account is F underscore S podcast. What You forgot on? an underscore after the S. Did you? Did I? Yes. <laughs> you know... F underscore S underscore podcast at Twitter and fantasy.sports.podcast on Instagram. Oh, there you go, people. Yes. Uh, I'm still learning. Okay. <laughs> Episode seven, I'll be solid. Anyways, I'll end it off there. Thank you again for tuning in to FS Podcast. <laughs>